0: in the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Wherever you may be listening, night or day, in this world. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in Again, it's very appreciated. And this is episode number 190 Earnest Truth Conspiracy Theory versus Conspiracy What Elon Musk Will Never Tell Us. If I may, I would like to call out a very special thank you to my listeners and supporters in Canada. Your support is very much appreciated. As I have said many times before, I rely on your input and I got just that. I was contacted by someone who wanted to know um, my opinion on this. And his name is Thomas And he sent me a contact from Derry, Ireland. Or as I believe it's technically known as London Londonderry, which is Northern Ireland, which I believe not an expert at this. I believe that makes it part of the UK. Um, I have it's so confusing to me and. Please forgive me. I I am a Yank, um, but ironically a Yank of Scotch-Irish descent. So a little embarrassing, but um I know it's I know that Derry, or London um, I know it's very beautiful. And other than that, I don't know a great deal. But I uh, in the communication, Thomas said that I could mention his first name. So I will, I will dwell into this, and give you, Thomas, my opinion on this, because many people simply don't know this, and they don't know there is a big difference. So we'll see what we can do. Okay. Um, there is conspiracy of course and then there's conspiracy theory and but they are actually two very different things on the other hand at least in the uh, in the current time in which we live in it's possible that a given person uh, depending on their fame wealth, or notoriety, can actually be the two simultaneously. And I brought up the name Elon Musk because just purely off the top of my head, he is a very good example of being those two different things simultaneously. And I'll, I'll get to that. So, where and how to dwell into this best? There are so many ways, but both are quite real, and they are legitimate in their own right. For instance, in the United States a long time ago. um, We had a president named Lincoln who was murdered and he was murdered, as is mostly famously known by John Wilkes Booth. But what many people don't know is He did not act alone. He was part of a Southern um, conspiracy. And there were probably at least, I believe it was roughly around a dozen people involved. Um, One of the primary people was a woman from Maryland who was later eventually hanged as a consequence of this conspiracy and also, correct me if I'm wrong, but she, I believe she was also the very first woman to be hanged in the United States for such a crime. Um, so Booth did not act alone. But there were several things that took place. Um, at the last minute, there was at least two of the other uh, co-conspirators that, you know at the last minute, without booth being aware of this, um, <clears throat> chickened out. And basically did not do what they were supposed to do at the time they were supposed to do it. And they just lost nerve and and they failed um so when this when this thing finally came about um booth carried through with it, but even though um several of the conspirators had um turned chicken shit and uh dropped their support now just to touch on that for a moment i don't want you to get the wrong um impression it's not that i'm for or against What Booth did But what I am saying Is that At least in my mind And I think regardless of Whatever political Spectrum or side that you happen To be on um, No one likes a traitor No one likes to be Left holding the bag Or as they say in the Modern parlance of our times to be thrown under the bus and on in multiple ways booth was certainly thrown under the bus um so having said that what i'm trying to say the validity of what you're doing is an entirely separate matter that's separate so let's not confuse him, okay? But um he was definitely betrayed on on his end as far as a conspiracy is concerned. So my point is is that damn it, if you're going to make a conspiracy, at least follow through with it. <laughs> you know? Even if it is traitorous or but at least, you know, if you're if you're gonna be a half-assed traitor, then Don't do it. (laughs) Anyway, that was long ago and far away. And we could speculate about the fallout from that. But that's not the purpose here. The purpose that I'm trying to state here is that it was absolutely a conspiracy. There is absolutely... Overwhelming evidence to support that. Now, to give you another example of conspiracy, um, this would have been, oh, I believe it was in the nineteen late nineteen forties, mid fifties. This this went to court. And General Motors was found guilty in the United States of um, basically doing everything they could to get rid of streetcars, which were, in the cities, were good, efficient, you know, transportation, cheap. And they conspired um, everything from making them appear to be maintenance hogs to... Uh, directly sabotaging the streetcars so they would break down and have the public appearance that they were always in need of repair. and I mean, just did a whole bunch of of things of that nature to put everything they could and owning the press that they did to basically the entire thrust was to put... um, Streetcars in a non-favorable light in public opinion. Because they know then, or they knew then, as they certainly know now, that public opinion is what counts. And so you have to relentlessly do this, and they own the press. They owned it then, just like they own it now. Matter of fact, it's far worse now than it was then. And so we had a perfectly good system, and they conspired between. Um, it was it was Standard Oil, um, which was going to be supplying well the fuel for um, the buses, and then there was Goodyear Tire. I believe it was Goodyear, and of course buses need tires. And the big player was General Motors. Who, guess what? We're going to build the damn buses. So it was a trifecta of a conspiracy, and it actually went to court. And GM, um, or the rep, the person that was basically taken to court, was found guilty, and was given <clears throat> a nominal, little tiny slap on the hand, fine, and that was it. It swept under the under the rug, and um, the big three. Uh, criminal players got their way and you know how it goes no no bad deed ever goes punished and it was just quickly out of out of sight out of mind because that's what the oligarchs that's what the powers that be wanted and they got what they wanted which is often the case not always but pretty often and especially now That, yet again, is a conspiracy. Then you have another example, would be an opposite of that, of course, is conspiracy theory. And perhaps many of you have heard every, every kind of conspiracy theory for all I know shit from the relatively on the surface kind of believable to the most stupid and outlandish shit you can imagine, but it's kicked out there and it's produced and it is what it is. So for, for instance, um, one that was very popular 20 years ago, and these things, by the way, they they um, they come in waves. They come in cycles, and they may stick around for. Usually, it's short lived. It may be, you know, two or three years, and then the interest piddles out. Because it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't gain any traction. And usually, typically, it's the very reason that it doesn't gain any, any you know traction is because it was bullshit to begin with. And I very clearly remember this. One of them was, uh, again, we're talking 20 years ago, maybe longer, 20, 25 years ago. Relatively ancient history, I know. But remember, I'm trying to illustrate a point. So listen up, Thomas, if you're listening. I hope I'm being clear with this. Um, Some fellow invents a super special yet affordable carburetor. And it enables any regular automobile you can suddenly get Seventy-five or hundred miles to the gallon, and then, when it never comes to fruition, then says they say, "Okay, where's it at?" And he says, "Well, then it be, then it starts. Then the bullshit starts." And at the end of the bullshit trail, the basic story is is that the uh, the petroleum industry is working in cahoots with the governments, wherever they may happen to be. And they're suppressing this to the absolute best of their ability because, well, that would ruin their business. And then to uh, oftentimes with something of this nature, um, they will... Um, just go to everything from hearsay to pseudo-scientific nonsense to attempt to prove their point. And of course, if you know anything about this stuff at all, you can instantly recognize and maybe have a good laugh as entertainment because you know it's bullshit. Now, does that not mean that the auto industry, the fuel industry, the, any big industries that they don't conspire or would not would not conspire? Oh, absolutely. And I just, well, illustrated that point by what happened in America. It's, it's, look it up. It's very well known that they did this and they were found guilty. Look it up. But um, other things are, you know, these other so-called facts that they give you, they tend to be much more obscure and hard to find. And this, in turn, leads to a a, uh, product that often is put on the market with basically outrageous claims. So, let me give you um, one small example of how uh, a product, and, and this has been done many, many times. I'll just use this little heater as an example. It's just a little electric space heater. And, um, originally, again, going back, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, there was all the rage. Um, this, it was only because its shape was so different that it is literally something that's like six or eight inches high by maybe six inches cross and maybe about, maybe 6 inches deep so it's a little cube it's a little cube of an electric heater plug into your house current 110, 115, at least in America and it may even have a little adjustable thermostat and just because of its size the marketing would try to compare that to the radiator style you know, oil heaters and other types of electric heaters with claims of its incredible efficiency and space saving and that kind of advertising, I call it the advertising bullshit voice. It says the power of a fifty megawatt or fifteen billion watt furnace in a little tiny cube. This will heat. An entirely large room and and on and on and on with the, uh, the marketing bullshit. And, of course, it sells. And it sells because their whole thing, once again, is to play on ignorance. Now, just as an aside, technically speaking, ultimately it comes down to this as far as a space heater is concerned whether it is an on a radiator style or uh oil filled uh space heater that's 1500 watts or this little tiny cube unit that's 1500 watts or a air blown type um maybe it's stationary maybe it's oscillating type but if all of them the key is is that they're all 1500 watts this is simple physics if you're going to put 1500 watts in you're going to get the equivalent of 1500 watts of heat energy out of the unit it doesn't matter what the configuration is some of them may do the heat a little differently in that they will direct the heat. Some of them use, for instance, a parabolic dome-looking uh, fixture that, that kind of focuses the heat in a certain direction. Uh, Fan-blown units, well, they blow the hot air, um, much as the little cube unit. The radiator... Once it heats up, um, it will, well, radiate 1,500 watts worth of heat. Um, It is safer to the touch if you have kids or possibly pets. But the bigger point is this. In the final analysis, they all put out 1,500 watts of heat energy. So, in other words... In that respect, they are all equal. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. You're, you're, none of them are producing more heat than any other unit. They are all producing 1,500 watts of heat energy. So, um, that is an example, in my opinion, of... Commercial, um, a commercial conspiracy of well, that's what marketing does. <laughs> that's exactly what it's about. So if you want to look as an actual conspiracy, then yeah, there's another perfect example of that. But conspiracy theory is where they will take some product of that type or of that ilk and they will then they make the exact opposite argument concerning this and they use that as their marketing angle and again it's lies and deception and marketing um, it was only two years ago I, f- I think they're still, selling this contraption where um, it's supposed to be a portable indoor little tiny air conditioner. And, I mean, the the ad on television was actually, at least to me, it was very comical because they found some kid, and they're showing this this absolute genius kid who... Was able to figure out how to take a small unit and make it in such a manner, and to make it this, again, little tiny six inch cube, and it cools down an entire room, and it only takes, you know, a few cups of water or some water and maybe a few ice cubes. And by some super secret mystical magical technology, you know, it just you can have a room that's like ninety degrees, and in twenty minutes, it's down to like seventy or some shit like that. <laughs> you know, it's and it's quite deliberate, and um, that that is a uh, perfect example of the conspiracy theory because the whole time that this obnoxious ad is running, they're reminding you repeatedly how, you know, the big air conditioning giants, they don't want the public to know about this. (laughs) And it's like, this technology revolutionized home cooling and how, you know, traditional window air conditioners are going to be a thing of the past. And they have been trying to suppress this for some time now. But this young man who is, you know, and it shows us this kid. He basically looks like he's 16 years old, but he has a lab suit on. Maybe you've seen this. And it's just, you know, and I've I've been around. I've been to people's homes and they're just. Some of them are just so intrigued by this. And, and they're like, you know, Ernest, what do you think? <laughs> this is like, this is, this is absolute bullshit. <laughs> this, mm, there's, there's the thing of, you know, thermodynamics and physics and all that. Yes, so there is a reason why we have window air conditioners or central cooling. And why we have things called compressors and how they work and the whole thing behind them, how they work. And this doesn't. You can, you'll get this thing and you'll follow the instructions. And if you point it right in front of you and put your hand there, yeah, for, I don't know, half hour or so, you'll feel some cool air. Okay, but if you have a room and that room is 90 degrees or really sweltering hot, it's not going to do dick. (laughs) It's just, it's a joke. Well, that is a conspiracy. And, but it's also an example of the twin sidedness of it being a conspiracy to deceive. Yet within that, the clever uh, criminals known as marketers are putting this out in the reverse fashion, stating that only through the miracle of this breakthrough technology and this brilliant young man who is in the department of the University of, I don't know, Hagenschloss somewhere and someplace you never heard of, and You know, but it's only a matter of time before the government shuts this down. So you better get yours today. That kind of thing, and um, so they use that as a tactic, and that is what they're basically using, um, for people who don't know any better is the tactic of conspiracy theory, and it doesn't mean dick. It doesn't, and it is conspiracy theory. So, the important thing is not to confuse the two and to understand that they are both very legitimate. Now, this does not mean that the claims of conspiracy theory are legitimate, but it is a legitimate tactic a very um, clever use of reverse psychology to have you believe that because they want to control this gives it legitimacy. And so the two can operate simultaneously. So... I did tell you I was going to mention as an example, for instance, of um, this being the case with Elon Musk and this, this entire, this entire electric car debacle in so many ways is just that because ultimately it's not more efficient than what we have as internal combustion. It really isn't. And it's not cleaner. It's not better for the environment. It isn't. It just isn't. It's just marketing and very, very clever. Well, very clever marketing. Um, But he pulled it off. um, Because marketing, which is what he is, he is not an inventor. He is a marketer. He markets himself. And he is very, very good at moving money around. And he has enough charisma to convince people of what it is that he wants to do. And this is nothing new. This goes back again in history. P.T. Barnum of Barnum and Bailey Circus fame. His famous line, or at least one of his most famous lines: "If you can't, you know, if you can't baffle them with brilliance, then befuddle them with bullshit." And that's what these guys do. There's nothing. There's nothing brilliant about Elon Musk. He's just. He's a very, very good manipulator. And so, <clears throat> the same thing counts, for instance, which is going to be something that I'm not uh, going to go into here because, um, well, it's for another time, for another show. But um, it ties into the whole eco thing as far as being green and the wind uh generators and solar and all that um by and large when you look at it from a cost versus benefit analysis it's you're not you're not gaining anything as a matter of fact if you factor everything in Um, it's, it's negative. So all of these things that are being put forth, um, as the new wave, the next future and, and of our energy needs, um, is complete, uh, bullshit. Or if you will, it is a very, very large, Conspiracy theory in reverse. So we have two things here that are simultaneously coexisting. And in a sense, ironically, they kind of complement one another because then it boils down to are you on the side of science? if you know real science and then you stand in, if that's the case, you stand in stark contrast to the conspiracy theorist who instantly point at you and say, aha, so you're with them. You're with the manipulators. You're with the controllers. (laughs) And then you basically turn around with the exact opposite argument. So meanwhile, while this, this bantering is taking place, Uh, certain agendas quietly and perhaps quickly are being passed through for people who want to have their agenda because um, they have developed an industry that supports what it is you're trying to do. So, you know, Elon Musk has, at least with Tesla Industries, he has sold a hell of a lot of electric cars and stands to probably sell a hell of a lot more. But is it is it green? Get the fuck out of here! No, not even not even close. And that, if it helps, Thomas is an example of some of the differences and striking similarities between conspiracy and conspiracy theory. Well, what did you think about that? I'd really like to hear what you have to say. So go on over to my website, theearnestmanshow.com and put down your two cents worth. And while you're there, please feel free to listen to any and all the episodes you like. Plus check out the other interesting things on my website. Until next time, this is Ernest saying take care. I'm out of here.